Good morning, my friends. It is Michael Katso coming to you live from Ohio. O-H-I-O. Yes, that's for my Ohio State fans. I know nothing about the college, university, uh, team. I don't know. But I know that those people are very, very passionate. I will be traveling through many states today on my way down to Alabama. It's very exciting to go ahead and get down there. But, um, well, hopefully I will get uh, down there safely, which is what I'm very excited about. So, what are we looking at today? Beautiful skies, 83 degrees and sunshiny. Oh my gosh, it is the most beautiful weather. I can run around with the top down if I really felt like taking off the top of my tractor trailer, which I won't, but I am rolling around with the window down enjoying the beautiful weather. I've got tunes and I've got coffee, so I am a very, very happy trucker today. So what brings me to my podcast? It has been 10 days, and I apologize for that. I have wanted to get in a podcast, and it has been an extremely busy 10 days. I have been all over the country, jumping around. I have spent time with my daughters. Uh a lot of good time. Last weekend was an amusement park. This weekend, just uh, yesterday, we did, well, a whole lot. Running around, uh, making uh, crafts, going to a relay for life, which was enjoyable, hunting for Pokemon, and even antique shopping, which I was not very interested in, but they were. And I was able to score some lemon poppy seed biscotti, which... I don't know if you like, but I'm loving it. I like lemons. So, enough about me. Let's learn something about truck driving, if you all are interested. What does it take to become a truck driver? I had uh, someone uh, in my hemisphere ask me, hey, I'm thinking about becoming a truck driver. Uh, what's it like? So I told them what it's like, and I've talked to you about that before. But then it came up today, well, what should it take to become one? Do I just like, hey, go down to the driver's license center and go hook me up? I want to drive a big truck. So here's some knowledge to drop down on you on what is involved to go from knowing nothing, having nothing, to sitting behind the wheel of a big rig with freight inside the trailer, going down the road on your own. It is quite a journey. And, uh, I remember going through it clearly, and uh, I hope I never have to go through that again because it took a lot out of me at the time. Now, oh, now it would be cake, but back then, wow, that was tough. So let's start off. Um, first off, after deciding you want to become a truck driver, what do you want to do? Um, some, there's three, generally three types of uh, trucking that you can do. You can either run a van trailer, that big box on the back of the truck, 53 foot long, you know, eight and a half foot wide, um, 13 foot, six inches high. It's just that big box. And y'all have seen them. I mean, it's the majority of the trailers out here. That's called van, V-A-N. And um, I mean, it's just well, whatever they want to put inside, generally pallets or boxes stacked and sealing the floor wall to wall. Who knows what it is? Uh, you can't really see it. 
Then you have flatbed. It's just, well, a flat floor with wheels underneath it. And you can stack just about anything you want on that. Sometimes you'll see like lumber, uh, totes, uh, I mean machinery. Have you ever seen a big old oversized load? That's flatbed as well, specialty flatbed. But uh, you can see earth-moving vehicles, car parts, who knows what. I've seen, heck, I've seen ladders uh, driven on out there. It's uh, weird, interesting things. And then you have tankers. Tankers are uh, hauling liquid or, well, dry things like sand. Um, it's that you would need a specialty endorsement for. It's, uh, so there's your three types. And then you have, like, school bus, passenger van, like Greyhound bus. Um, you've got doubles and triples where, say, you want to drive for, like, a LTL carrier, like a UPS, FedEx, and you see where they've got multiple trailers in a row. That takes a specialty license as well and special skills. So after you decide what you do, you go down to the driver's license center, and you say, hey, I'm going to want to get my CDL, and I think I need to take some permits. And they go, sure. What do you want to take? Now, this is where you need to have knowledge. All right? A CDL is not about how long the vehicle is. It's all about how much weight the vehicle is. All right? That commercial driver's license is, well, in a car... You're all the way good up to 26,000 pounds here in America. For those of you listening abroad, I don't got your exact numbers. I am curious, though, if you know, shoot me a message and let me know. But um, so 26,000 pounds in a single vehicle. Now, that's just a car or the pickup truck or an RV, not for the trailer you're hauling. All right. That, it's just. That, up to 26,000 pounds. Now, you are allowed to haul a small trailer up to 10,000 pounds. So, yeah, I can go ahead and haul, you know, a, it's a, a pickup truck with a small trailer and run around. That doesn't require a CDL at all. Now, you want to up the scale any. Say you want to haul, like, a tractor, just the truck I drive, no trailer. All right, um, and it's what it's rated for, not how much it actually weighs, but what it's rated for. Uh, so my tractor, heck, I get my tractor up to 34, 36,000 pounds, maybe more if I had permits. All right, so that'll require me to have a Class B as in boy, Class B driver's license or CDL. Now, that's not difficult, but there's a load of tests that you start getting involved with. I'll go into the tests in a little bit. Now, say you want to haul, drive the truck, but you also want that trailer. Anything over 10,000. So, 10,001 pounds and up. You need to have what is called a Class A driver's license. Now, if you're comfortable hauling a trailer, get the Class A. If you're like, nope, I cannot do that, that trailer. I just want the truck like a bus a school bus, or maybe like a little box truck driving around inside a city, that's a Class B. But if you're, you want to go over the road, big truck, you're going to need yourself a Class A CDL. So you tell the guy, I want a Class A. And he goes, all right, so you need combination vehicle. That's number one. Now, that's going to be a big test. That's not a small one. 
depending on your state, 50 to 100 questions, all right? Um, and it'll cover all sorts of stuff. Uh, where to park, what do you do in case of a jackknife, lots of stuff. And you go down to the driver's license center, they give you books. If you read the books two, three times, maybe you jot down notes, uh, you can pass those tests just as easy. You can go to a CDL truck driving school. You know, they'll, they'll get you your CDL and hell, they'll get you your permit if you want. Uh, and they'll hand you the books <laughs> and you're going to sit and study. And maybe they'll teach you while they're doing it. Different schools do different things. You really want to study them out. So, all right, you got the uh, combination vehicle, but we're not done. Trucks do not run on hydraulic fluid for their brakes. Now, cars do. Pickup trucks do. Big trucks, hydraulic fluid's just not going to cut it. It's not, um, it doesn't have the braking power. We need air pressure. All right, air pressure, I can go ahead and push that brake pedal. Air is going to move to the back, and then air is just going to keep on squeezing down much stronger. I get a lot more bang for my buck uh, out of air. Uh, so we run air pressure. Well, you got to take another test for your air brake restriction to be lifted. You actually, everybody out there has an air brake restriction. You're not allowed to use air brakes. You got to take a test to get the restriction taken off of your CDL. All right, so you got to take an air test. And that's a little bit of math, nothing too complicated, but you got to learn it. All right, and that's, yeah, I don't know, 25 questions, give or take, on the state. Uh, the federal government's trying to uh, make it universal because you drive all over the country, it should be universal. And we'll see if they ever accomplish that. I, I think it should be my own opinion. I don't like the fact that somebody down in, like, say, the middle of nowhere, all he's got to do is say, yep, that's a big truck, and they hand him a CDL, but then in another state, they make him take a thousand questions, and, you know, he's he's got pr pretty much a college degree in truck driving. I like to see it equal across the board. All right, so we got air tests, right? You're pretty much set then, but now we got a lot of little stuff that we want to do. Now, most people tell you, get the tanker endorsement. Just get it, because it's not just a tanker as you go down the road. Any liquid tote that I believe don't, I mean, you may want to check me on this. What's it, 121 gallons, I think? 119. 119 gallon liquid tote. Uh, inside the trailer, that's a tanker. Anything over 119 gallons inside a tote or over... Man, I'm fuzzy on my numbers here, but much bigger uh, inside an actual uh, vehicle-mounted or trailer-mounted tank, which is the big old tanker see that will go down the road. That might be 1,001 gallons, all right? That you need a tanker endorsement for. So they tell you, get the tanker endorsement right off the bat. Uh, it's not a difficult test you have to do. But you're going to want to learn how liquid works and how it sloshes around and how it can affect your vehicle. Now, you don't need one for flatbed. Uh, that's, uh, you'll need specialty training for flatbed, but you don't need it on the uh, driver's license test. That specialty training comes down to a lot of securement. What's the rules for securement? What, what, how do you know if a chain is good or not or a strap? What type of tarps and how do you guard your stuff so it doesn't move? Uh, but the driver's license test, they, they don't really get, jump into that much. Now, what you do need to know, and uh, it'll make you a lot more money, 
hazardous materials. Now, this one's a big one. I have my hazmat endorsement. I mean, I got my tanker, I have my hazmat, my doubles, triples. I don't have passenger. I, I kind of, you know, don't need that many people in my truck. <laughs> uh, but a hazmat, you, there's all sorts of hazmat out here. And if you want to haul it, now, heck, even just hauling a van trailer, you need to take a little hazmat test just to understand about hazmat. Now, you're not going to even haul it, but you got to understand it. Um, to actually run, though, a certain amount of weight, and I believe it is 1,001 pounds of hazardous materials, you need to be knowledgeable. And when I say knowledgeable, you got placards and labels, uh, how to secure it, how to separate it. Can certain hazmats go inside the same trailer? If they are, how far away do they have to be from each other? Like, can I go ahead and run dynamite and gasoline inside the same trailer? Now, many of y'all are like, that might not be such a smart idea. You're right, what about batteries and, say, silver oxide? And you're like, I don't even know what that is. Well, we got books. I have an emergency response guide. I've got uh, hazmat books, and I got a company I call. Uh, some people, they got uh, outside phone numbers to vendors, my company, I call them directly, and all I do is tell them exactly what I have, and they tell me if I can haul it or not, what stickers, what placards, uh, if I can smoke, which I don't, but if I could, can do I have to drive around cities, how the information has to be printed on the paperwork, the bill of lading, lots and lots of little tiny rules with hazmat. And people are like, oh, that's too much work. It's really not that much work. I mean, it's a lot of knowledge you need to get on. But once you got the knowledge, wow, it's it's extra money. You might make yourself an extra five to ten grand a year because you have a hazardous materials endorsement. And man, that's money. That's decent money. All right. Uh, you got, and then moving back into what you can put on your driver's license, doubles, triples. Uh, it's an easy test. Ten questions. Took me like two minutes. Boom, 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 boom. Might as well get it. All right. Now, your passenger and school bus endorsements will actually require an additional drive. All right. Anything over 16 people inside the vehicle, that includes the driver, I believe, all right, will require a passenger endorsement. All right. And then you've probably heard of school buses. Well, that's its own special endorsement on top of passenger. Um, it's uh, the rules about that. So uh, I didn't take it because I don't really feel like doing another drive. Maybe someday when I retire, I'll drive a school bus because I love to have 30 kids inside a bus screaming and yelling at me. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, how I do that. But those are your endorsements. Now, there's a lot more training you need. Uh, radioactive material, hazardous material, flatbed, tanker, securement, uh, trip planning, log books, uh, how to read a map. Um, it's, and of course, driving the truck and learning how to drive it. All sorts of additional training you need to go through. Now, do you want to go through a tiny little company that, you know, a little trucking school that maybe or maybe not is going to hook you up and take care of you? Or are you going to go through a fly-by-night CDL school? Because all they do is get you your driver's license. They do not a dang other thing 
to uh, help you out or to teach you what's going on. So, yeah, you can get your CDL, and then you go to a trucking company who's going to teach you how to drive all over again because we all know a CDL school, they get you the piece of paper. They get you the you get the special driver's license, but that's all you really know how to do. You know how to pass a test. Uh, so companies are going to put you through their own training. They may put you through, uh, you know, a week to three weeks in-house where they teach you all the rules, how to fill out the logbook, the paperwork, the, you know, how to read a map, how to figure out where you're going, their computer system, uh, how to secure. There's a lot involved. Then you'll go out with an over-the-road trainer who will teach you how to do it out there. So there's how to drive the truck and how to be a truck driver. Uh, now, I've done both. I have actually all three. One, I've taught people how to drive, get their CDL. Uh, it's then They got schools. You'll have three or four guys in the truck at the same time. Everybody gets like one hour to drive a day. Or then you have like what I did. Hell, I'd have my guy driving for four hours a day and then backing for four hours a day. It was it was pretty intense, but it's uh, they learned it. After three weeks, they were done. They could just go out and drive. They had all the knowledge they needed to uh, because, well, it was much more intense. They knew how to drive before they even got to the over-the-road trainer. And the over-the-road trainer just kind of teaches them what the interstate's like, what truck stops are like, how to get a shower, uh, what – you know, the differences between rest areas and truck stops, how to read the signs, and then last but not least, how to sit in this seat for at least 10 to 11 hours a day without going crazy. It takes endurance. You get a lot of people after two hours, they're exhausted, they're tired. Well, here you can go ahead and start learning how to drive long distances with somebody in the passenger seat wide awake paying attention to you. Now, there are some trucking companies that will take you, you drive, and the trainer goes in the bunk and sleeps. He'll drive later, it's, uh, and he'll tell you, wake me up if you got a problem. Do not go to one of those companies. No. Uh, I mean, if you're really feeling funky and fresh, you want to go ahead and try it. Go ahead. But I'll tell you what, those companies, they suck drivers in, they spit them out. It's... Uh, they're horrible. And you get a lot of people that leave the industry because they got treated wrong. They, they don't learn how to, well, go out and do things properly. So I would avoid those companies at all costs if you can. Uh, get out there with that company that the trainer will sit in the passenger seat with you, watching you drive, talking with you, helping you learn how to look in your mirrors, see what's going on. Uh, how to tell if a cop's following you, because if a cop's got his lights on behind you, he's not going to come up and wave you over. He's going to sit back there. And if you don't look in your mirrors, you're going to have no clue that he's back there. It's uh, He'll get really annoyed after a few miles, and uh, then then you're getting dragged out of the truck and putting your face on the ground. It's not fun. you got to pay attention. So anyway, uh, and then once you're done, you know, you go out there and you start doing it on your own, but you've already done it with a company. You know, they've already taken you out there and shown you how to do it. And, and then hopefully the company's got a support network. 
that you can call. You'll have a mentor. You've got the trainers that have trained you along the way. Plus, you've got a manager, a dispatcher, who knows you're brand new and gives you easy loads, works with you, and helps build you up. All right? A lot of information to go go through with that, but it's important to do it right if you're going to do it. Again, kind of recapping here. You can start off just by going to a CDL school, pay them anywhere from three to five grand, you know, and maybe they're good, maybe they're not. Different schools, that there's good and bad. You really got to research, all right? Call the trucking company you're interested in going to. They'll recommend a good trucking a CDL school. That's always a good way to go, all right? It's uh, so you can... You got to go through the CDL school, and then you pick the trucking company. Or, hell, you can pick a trucking company that will actually start you off, help you get your permit, help you, uh, like, do the CDL training right there in their trucks, their trainers. And that's part of the training right there. Uh, And I recommend that to people. Like, the company I worked for, not that I'm recommending them, but the company I worked for, you, you show up. With your permit, you do the permit on your own, and then they will start training you right there from the beginning. No CDL school. They do it. So you kind of mix in the trucking company's training, the CDL school training, and the -the over-the-road training right there with one company. All right? And since you already know them, you stay with them and you drive with them, hopefully. No contract, at least my company does, and other companies, they make you sign a one- to two-year contract. Oh, man. I did that back when I started. I signed a year contract. Luckily, I was with a good company. There's bad ones out there, sadly. All right? So I went ahead and stayed one year. Then I left my big company and tried out a few other companies. I was like, no. And I came back. It's, um, I have come back to this company now three times. It's, uh, I like them. I mean, it's, uh, I'm sure there may be better out there, but it's the grass is greenest where you water it. That's, that is true. So that gives you an idea about trucking. All right. It's a permit, CDL school, trucking school, a, a truck driving company, and then over the road. A lot different than how it used to be back in the day. Back in the day, you jumped in the truck with your father, your uncle, and you spent six months out there driving around, learning how it goes, and then maybe you you work with him, or maybe you buy your own truck. Now, you can become a company driver. After a few years, maybe you want to buy your own truck. And that is another podcast for another day. All right, y'all, I am going to sign off and continue driving down the road. I hope that it is a beautiful, blessed day for you. I hope you've learned something from me. I always hope I can help people out and teach them. And I hope that you feel a little bit better now with this knowledge. As always, be safe, and I'll see you out there.